Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome back to the OYF podcast. Monica here. And for today's episode, I'm flying solo. As some of you have, if you've been following the podcast, you know, usually I'm interviewing folks and sometimes I do have some time to be alone. And it's cool because I get to explore other topics or other things that maybe have been on my mind and kind of reflect on what's been helping me lately and hopefully it can help other people. So this is the first episode I'm recording to being over in España. (laughs) I am over in Segovia in a little town where my family has a long history of being in over five generations. I recently found out my mom was born here. My grandmother was born here. My great grandparents were born here. But the reason I like to come here is just to revisit my roots and to really get grounded and have a moment to just be alone. For those of you that know me personally, I love being around people. I really love it. I'm usually like that person that organizes the outings and, hey, let's go do this. And But like every human, we definitely, I would say, What's helped me is to stay balanced with my extroversion and have that time to be with myself, my introverted side. And I will say that this time period in history with the pandemic has helped me to cultivate more sense of self and prioritize solitude. So I'm grateful because I really did need this time away to just be on my own and get grounded and really focus um, on myself and on all the things that I work on. So very grateful to be here. But yeah, I remember in a past episode that I did by myself, I was going to talk about my synchronicity that I had with booking this trip. And I was going to share it once I was over there. So I'm going to do that before getting into all the things I want to discuss today. So over a month ago, I was starting to search for tickets, you know, to come over. And I honestly, I was a little bit stressed because of finances and doing it, but I knew like my heart 
really wanted to come. So like, I'm like, I have to make this happen somehow. So I started to investigate and I started to see what rewards I had, like on different accounts and what have you. And I started to see that I had some. So I was like, I was feeling really happy and more optimistic about it because I was like, okay, I can make this work. So that evening, I remember I was going to bed feeling really good and just happy that it seemed like I was going to be able to come and not have to spend a ton of money, you know, on the actual flight. And so then I was journaling and then I, in my mind, I was like, no, I'm just check my email for whatever reason. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to check my email. So I go on my email. And then I see that American Airlines had just emailed me a summary of my miles that I had accumulated. And I thought, how interesting, especially because I had been looking at other companies to see what my miles were looking like, just to see if I could, you know, make this trip as inexpensive as possible. And the thing is, I hadn't looked at my American Airlines um, account. So I was like, how interesting that I'm receiving this tonight out of all nights. So I go on, I see that I have 33,300 miles that I can use. And at first I didn't think a lot about that number. So I just went on the account and went to see like, okay, what can I do with this amount? So I go on and I start seeing how the only thing I was going to have to pay in difference was $5.60 for all the dates I was looking at coming over. And so I just was flabbergasted because the other awards that I had been uh, looking for didn't give me that much of a perk. (laughs) So I was so floored and so happy and it felt like such an affirmation that the universe was making it happen for me. And then I looked closely at that number, how it was 33,300 miles, 333. And I like to follow numbers uh, with synchronicity. I know I've talked about that before. And that number in particular, I said to be like, that's like the ascended master frequency or what have you, that that number shows like you're being protected and guided and all the things. So I was just so, like I said, just so grateful. And that number has been literally following me ever since, every day. In different ways, it's been popping up. So I'm, again, just so grateful because it definitely made coming over this year a lot easier. And it helped me to understand that I needed to come for a variety of reasons. And as always, Spain's always a a place for me to come and heal. And like I said, just really allow myself to reconnect with another part of myself that I don't always get to see when I'm not here. So that's the story. It really, the more that I follow my intuition and follow my heart and I start to trust more, it's amazing how things just work out. You may, they may not work out in the way that you thought it would, but if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. And I know it's when I remember when I was really new to this, I, I was really scared. And I mean, I still get scared too, but the more and more I practice it and the more and more I lean into being guided by my intuition and all of that, it, it starts to get easier and you really start to feel, at least for me, I start to feel less alone. And I start to understand like there is definitely an order to this thing we call life and whatever you want to call it, whether you want to see it as a higher power, 
or if you like to see it as God or just an energy, right. That unites all of us, or even just thinking of it scientifically more and more physics is actually showing how connected we all are. Like science is showing that that is truth. And I know that in a documentary I watched a long time ago called Heal, they called it entanglement, the theory of entanglement. And it dates back to the Big Bang Theory and just how once upon a time, we most certainly were all connected and now we're connected through energy and, you know, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So it makes sense that these things would happen in this way, <laughs> even though we can't see it with our eye, right? It really does require also a certain level of trust too. So anyway, that's my, that's my little spiel on the synchronicities of life. And I just, I love talk. I love when I get to witness it for myself and I love to hear my friends when they have synchronicity stories. And I love to just share this and just give food for thought. Maybe this is all new. Yeah. Like I said, just some food for thought. So I want to segue now. I wanted to talk mainly today about how to believe in your impact. And this is inspired by close friends of mine and, and even myself in my past when there's been moments where perhaps I've thought that what I was doing either A, wasn't enough or B, it wasn't being translated in the way that I wanted it to be. And really what helped me, and I think this is something that a lot of us that potentially perhaps were on that activist spectrum. I've been an activist since I was a kid and I know you know, I'm 31 now and I'm still young, but I've definitely grown a lot in this past decade being involved with different campaigns and programs and obviously building the Love Yourself Foundation with the team. There's so much time and energy, right, that goes into this work. And it can be, you know, whatever your thing is, whether it's you're an environmentalist or a social justice activist or all of it, whatever your thing is that you like to promote or bring awareness to, there can be times where we get burned out um, as activists and as people, you know, I don't want to just seclude this to just activists, right? So what happens when burnout visits? That's the question. And in my past, whenever I've gotten to that burnout, it has made me even reflect on why I do what I do. And in my past, you know, I would succumb to all of it and maybe even feel like I got wiped out, just like a, a tsunami just kind of coming over and wiping you out and really throwing you on the ground to reflect like why it is that you do what you do. And then the various existential crises that I've had, every single time I was able to understand more and more why it is that I care so much and why it is that I do what I do. But with each existential crisis, it also showed me how important it is to take care of yourself. A lot of times our passion can really overrule us and it, it might even make us forget our necessities that we need for our own needs, our own enjoyment. So whatever the case is, if this resonates at all with maybe what you're going through or perhaps in the past you've been visited by this, I think it's incredibly normal. And I think it is all part of growing and developing into being the adult that you are destined to become. 
or person that you know that you're destined to become, whatever your age is. And realizing that that passion is beautiful and the most important thing to keep alive apart from you, right? It's like a, it's a symbiotic relationship. You need your passion. Your passion needs you. So you need to take care of yourself so you can continue to add fuel to that passion and sustain it, nurture it, because that as I've mentioned other times, that's the thing that we all need to experience. We're all here to give something special to this world. And I really believe to leave it better than we found it. So that gift, that passion that we have, that is, that's our precious contribution to this planet. And again, taking care of yourself is without said extremely important. And that's why we're here, you know, promoting all this is to help you love yourself as you are loving and contributing to community and then to the planet. So I found just some things that have helped me whenever this has happened or where I feel like maybe burnout. I'm not at burnout, but I kind of feel it on the horizon. I'm like, okay, that's a good indicator to pull back a little bit. And whenever I've been visited by it now, I, you know, give myself compassion because it helps me realize like I'm a human being (laughs) and that's sometimes we're just going to feel out of balance and we, it's important to understand what it is that works for us to help us get back in feeling good about ourselves so we can continue to do the things that we like. So this is a mixture of things that I found that's helped me. And also I wanted to look it up on online too, just to see what the good old Google had to say. (laughs) So I found this list by entrepreneur.com and it was just some ways to help entrepreneurs feel inspired. And this could be applied to, I think, anybody really whatever your thing is. So on the top of their list, they put read to read inspirational content, whether that be motivational books, quotes, podcasts, or just engage in motivational uh, and inspiring content just to help you understand that there is always another way. And I think sometimes we can get so caught up in our own mind in our own way. That is really good to hear about other people's experiences. Another thing on their list is to spend time alone. Like I explained earlier in the episode, I've had to learn to like to be alone. I always so extroverted and, and I, while I love being with people, there's such a precious thing of when you do get to spend time alone and really tend to yourself and all your needs and your interests. When I'm alone, I love to just listen to music and draw and write and really express myself in ways that I can only do when I'm on my own. So yeah, and time alone can look different for everyone. It can be potentially going out in nature, going on a nice hike or going to a park, whatever it is that helps you feel that nice feeling of solitude. And on their list is music as well. So whether you're a musician or not, just listening to your favorite music, whatever that is, And spending time, again, connecting to yourself and why that music is special to you. Another thing on their list is exercising. You know, we are animals as human beings. We are animals. And as such, we need to move our body. 
And a lot of times if we're stuck in an office all day, it can be kind of underwhelming to want to then go out and do some exercise, but however it works for you to stay motivated and move your body, whether that's like first thing in the morning, or if you're more of a night owl doing some exercise at night, it's just so great to just get that energy moving in your body to, again, to help circulate it and give your body that opportunity to express itself. I think a lot of times we identify, and I know I've done this and at times it still happens. I over-identify with my mind when in reality, this whole person that I am is me, Monica Garcia. So our whole body, our whole being deserves that attention to be nurtured, moved, and allowed to be expressed. Another big thing on their list is gratitude. That is huge. I mean, that to me, that is what changed my life four years ago. I remember the moment I started to write down the things I was grateful for on paper. My life truly went to like a new chapter. It's like I had finished writing volume one of Monica's life. And when I started to practice gratitude, it was like volume two started. And you start to see, at least for me, how there's so much to, again, be grateful for. I think our minds are so beautiful because our minds help us to problem solve. So a lot of times if we don't give it other types of things to think about, it can really dwell very long in negativity. And, you know, I don't think that life can only be positive. Absolutely not. We need the negative just as much as we need the positive, just like we need night just like we need day, right? That contrast is what makes life beautiful, rich, and provide a full spectrum, that rainbow that a life fully expressed offers, right? But just like anything, too much of any side can be hurtful. So if you feel like you're more on the negative spectrum, giving it some gratitude every day allows to bring more balance to the mind to understand, okay, like even though this over here isn't where I would like it to be, I can still be grateful for X, Y, and Z. What I've learned through my own life, through therapy, is that as I get older, life starts to feel more and more gray. Like it becomes, at least for me, less black and white. And again, I look to the rainbow. I look to just how life itself being on this planet is so vibrant and colorful. And I remember hearing this analogy of a painting. A painting is beautiful because of all the contrast that it has, all the shadows, and that's life. So wherever you're at on that spectrum, giving yourself that perspective of gratitude is a huge game changer. That even though things in the world aren't exactly where maybe we want them to be, we can still be grateful for what's happening around us. We can be grateful that we have a home, that we have food. If you have caring people in your life, if you have shelter, whatever your shelter looks like, but those little things end up being the biggest things. And that's why it's, in my opinion, so important to bring awareness to it because again, our minds, I think our minds are just incredible, but they need some love, right? And offering that gratitude perspective is such a game changer. And then another big thing on their list is vision and competition. So I think having healthy competition with yourself 
is very important and what you know and and also competition perhaps with peers but not in that toxic sense right that I think that a lot of us got exposed to as we were growing up but just kind of like benchmarks like perhaps like in your friend group you start to see your friends doing what they like and it helps to push you to do what you like so it's like it creates like a nice healthy motivation and vision I think is very important because I think it goes back to your passion whatever that thing that lights you up keeping your vision alive and maybe you have a bad day, but it doesn't mean you have to destroy the vision that you have for yourself, you know, or maybe it's evolving. And I think that's another big piece that I've learned. That's not necessarily on this list is flexibility. I would say that when I experienced my near death experience four years ago, it showed me how life is just not cookie cutter. Like you can really have an idea of where you want to be in 10 years, but staying flexible with how you're going to get there, at least for me, has helped me to embrace what life also wants to give me. Because I think that that's also what showed us during this time of the pandemic. It's at least showed me even more how little in control we are of our external circumstance we really can only control ourselves and what we do, what we offer, our reactions and our actions, right? So staying flexible, I find, is such an an important practice. And I'm still learning, you know, so much of these things I am still learning, but I would say that it's all helped me to be able to just live a more overall uplifting and happier lifestyle, especially when those burnout sensations are on the horizon. And another big one is just surrounding yourself by people that motivate you, inspire you, treat you well. That's a big one that you feel respected by. Sometimes life requires you to distance yourself from folks that you don't feel that they fully respect you or even understand you or validate you, right? And of course, not everyone's going to validate you all the time. But just knowing you have your go-to people that are there to help you and support you through those rocky moments, you know, maybe it's just them listening, whatever that is, but just having that tribe. And if you don't have that, just knowing that those people exist, I promise you those people exist. There's really, really good people out there that want to see you succeed and want to support you. So, so those are some things that have helped. It's a mixture of what I read online and things that have helped me. And I hope that whenever you're visited by burnout, you see it as an opportunity to grow deeper in what you need. It doesn't mean you have to quit everything, right? And it it could end up leading to that, but just giving yourself that grace to just reflect and understand what it is that you need for yourself in that moment is so important. And that might mean that might propel you to maybe take a week long vacation to really understand if you're able to do that, or maybe it propels you just to take a nice long drive to just get your thoughts in order, whatever you're, you have access to, to help yourself understand what it is that you need and why you're hitting the wall is important. And then a lot of times that I've also seen it as detours Sometimes life presents us with some detours. Doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean, again, that you have to stop everything. 
but it might just mean that you might just need a little pause. So I hope that helps. And I found this book that I haven't read, but I've read really great reviews and I actually am going to start reading it. And perhaps some of you have heard it. It's called The Motivation Manifesto by Brandon Burchard. And I was going to just read a couple pages from it. And I find it's, I've seen really good reviews and it seems like a good one to help bring some inspiration into your life if you feel like you're missing that. So here is just the first chapter, first couple pages. So the chapter is called The Declaration of Personal Power. There comes a time in the lives of those destined for greatness when we must stand before the mirror of meaning and ask why having been enslaved with the courageous heart of a lion do we live as mice we must look squarely into our own tired eyes and examine why we waste so much time sniffling at every distraction why we cower at the thought of revealing our true selves to the world why we squirry so quickly from conflict and why we consent to play small. We must ask why we participate so humbly in society's frantic race, allowing ourselves into its mazes of mediocrity and settling for scraps of reward when nature has offered unlimited freedom, power, and abundance to the bold, the determined, the creative, the independent, to each of us. We must ask of our desires to feel safe and accepted are in fact enslaving us to popular opinion and to boredom. We must ask, when will we be ready to ascend to another level of existence? When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary to ask such questions and and to dissolve the beliefs and behaviors that have limited us, assuming once more the full powers of our being to which God and the laws of nature have entitled a decent respect to humankind, requires that we should declare the motives that impact us to exert our strengths and to separate ourselves from those who stunt our vitality, growth, and happiness. We must declare our personal power and freedom. We hold these truths self-evident that all men and women are created equal, though we do not live equal lives due to differences in will, motivation, effort, and habit and sometimes circumstance, that are we endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but that is incumbent upon each of us to be vigilant and disciplined, should we wish to attain such a vital, free, and happy life. We believe the greatest of human powers is the ability to independently think for ourselves, to choose our own aims, affections, and actions. For in the hearts of humankind lives a natural instinct for freedom and independence, a psychological predisposition for self-direction, a biological imperative toward growth, and a spiritual joy to choosing and advancing one's own life. It is the main motivation of humankind to be free, to express our true selves and pursue our dreams without restriction, to experience what may be called personal freedom. And I think I'll leave it there. That was super inspiring for me already. And, you know, I know he uses the word God. So again, replace that with whatever you um, are comfortable with, wherever you're at with that. But I think he is providing a very good outlook on 
our heart, you know, our heart genuinely wants to see us happy. And a lot of times because of like past trauma or whatever was instilled in us, you know, as kids, those voices end up being what hold us back. And then we end up identifying with it and then not pushing ourselves to reach those heights that we want to see for ourselves. So, you know, wherever you're at in your path, honor it and know that that's where you are now, but it's not where you're going to be forever. And knowing that to believe in your passion, to believe in your impact, regardless of the validation or what you might be hearing. Yeah, it's important, but at the end of the day, validating and pursuing your your passion for you is the most important thing. So I hope that this leaves you inspired and knowing that we're all here learning, growing, wherever you're at, it's where you're at, honor it, love it, and know that you're growing. And sometimes it's in those growing pains that we learn the most about what we want, who we want to be around and how we can all just do better for one another. You know, sometimes it does require to be able to speak up and to be able to be like, Hey, like, I would really like this to be this particular way. And that's amazing too. And that's beautiful as well. So again, wherever you're at, honor it, love it, and know that you're growing. And I hope that these words can help you. I know that these are things that have helped me. And so that's why I love to just pay it forward. And hopefully it helps somebody else out there as well. So that's it. I am going to finish today's episode. And um, I hope everyone has a beautiful day. And just know that you are a freaking rock star. (laughs) And I send you so much love. Until next time, peace.